Alright, hey everyone, this is Keith. Thank you for uh, tuning in to Socially In Tune, the podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest in social media. Um, today we got a special guest with us who's probably going to be joining us quite a bit. Uh, his name's Landon. Hey. <laughs> and uh, as always, we have Tyler um, from our episode zero. So, What's up, guys? Yeah, so today, you know, we're going to be talking about the YouTube policy, the policy that YouTube just released that is, you know, pissing off a lot of creators, from my understanding, and, uh, I, you know, we're, we're just kind of going to go over the different impacts that it has, so, you know, why don't, what, what are your thoughts? Well, basically, I think we should start off saying, describing what exactly has changed. The business broke on Wednesday afternoon that YouTube is pulling monetization from content creator networks uh, due to sort of graphic imagery or things things that sort of don't meet the YouTube brand, quote unquote. And so the reason why people are so angry about this is there isn't really any outlines of what these are. And so things like no cursing has been, has been implemented, uh, things have to be G-rated, you can't even mention graphic imagery. And so a lot of content creators are just incredibly upset over this because this is, they're pulling monetization without them realizing it. Yeah. And putting all this in. And so, sort of all this started with Philip DeFranco mentioning that they aren't, they're pulling monetization, they're not really notifying people, and they're not changing. Like, they're not notifying, they're not emailing people. It's like they log in one day and their monetization's gone. And so, sort of from what this means from both a consumer perspective, a creator perspective, and an advertiser perspective is that if our creators aren't creating anything, consumers aren't going to watch it, and advertisers just probably aren't, YouTube's not gonna be a viable investment for ads. Yeah. If people, if consumers are fleeing like crazy. Definitely. And this is all, YouTube claims this is all due to advertisers, the reason why they implemented this policy. See, my thoughts on that was that um, if I'm an advertiser and I want to, you know, advertise on videos that might be vulgar or, you know, might be a little bit, you know, like Philip DeFranco, like he was saying, I think it's, oh, six of his videos got uh, white blacklisted from the ad, uh, ad revenue. So if I was an advertiser and I wanted to, you know, advertise through his channel and to his audience, does that leave me no option to do that anymore? No, I, it, it's not that they're uh, taking the ads off. That's what's like aggravating me is they're leaving those ads on those channels. They're just not giving no, Franco the money, not for getting it. money for it. Yeah, he's just not getting any money for it. So for like, advertisers that say no profanity, though. What if advertisers say that, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm willing to, you know, that's okay with me. Because yeah, they're saying yeah. it's because of advertisers. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I, but, like, if it really was because of advertisers, don't you think they take the ads off completely and not just leave the ads on there just not give the YouTuber any money? That's a thought. Like, the thing I was thinking about last night was, what if I'm Bacardi? What if I'm Jack Daniels? Yeah. And it's like... Oh, yeah, you, you want know, that. You know, with 21-plus advertising getting in the hands of the wrong people. Is all of YouTube now going to become some 12-year-old Disney, you know, fantasy land? Like, clearly, the advertising, there needs to be more segmentation in, our, in the marketing here. And that's, that's, if, if this is true... Yeah, and they have, they have had pretty good segmentation because... You know, they have the censorship videos where you can't go past it if you don't have an account yeah, that's verified. Um, 
Yeah, so they, they've tried it in the past. Um, but, yeah, I definitely know what you're saying. Because they do run, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, alcohol. Yeah, I've gotten Bacardi ads And before. Budweiser runs a lot. Yeah, Budweiser does heavily on that. But, see, the advertising that Budweiser runs is not um, anything related to alcohol. So I say. Like, the brand might be, is it's about It's always, alcohol. like, super generic stuff. Kind yeah. Of like, this is America, and, you know, this is all about our brand. This is what our image is, and Budweiser is America. And they go, drink beer. It's like, yeah, they yeah. Never actually. Yeah, their wow. new bottles are, like, the American flag. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, yeah. That's another story. Yeah. <laughs> and so, sort of what people, from, like, a consumer sort of content delivery system perspective, people are concerned about is journalists are saying that this is censorship, and, like, you know, we can't mention, like, an earthquake in China because people got hurt. And, like, we can't say that someone broke their leg or got injured in an airstrike. So, journalists are really concerned about that. Yeah, because then they can't show any pictures or documents coming they, from they, those types of They take it off for any reference graphic interview. You don't even have to show it. You can just you say don't it. Even have, just saying it? Yeah. You can they say, like, it specifically says in the, like, the new terms of service or whatever, says that, you know, references to graphic imagery, even if graphic imagery isn't shown, grounds for stripping monetization. Mm-hmm. And another thing they're saying is that this policy hasn't changed. Like, this isn't something new, if I'm not mistaken. From what I read is that this policy is just now being implemented, so yeah. to say, but has been written. Oh, it's it's been there. Yeah, like, I think we're talking about the same thing right now. Um, it's been there. It's just, just now YouTubers are starting to get emails saying, they're starting yeah. to be notified that it's happening. So it was happening before. Like they were not giving YouTubers money for certain videos. Right. Just they didn't tell anybody about it. They would just like not give them the money. Mm-hmm. And certain networks would do that too a lot uh, when they worked with YouTubers from my uh, from some YouTubers that I've uh, heard. And sort of like from a creator point of view, we keep going back to this because I think these are the only people who have the largest impact. Yeah. Like like we've talked about, advertisers still like are getting their ads out there. But from a creator point of view. Um, I pulled this article by Freddie Wong, who runs the Rocket Jump Network, which is a huge YouTube network. Mm-hmm. They did uh, a few Netflix productions and stuff like that. And basically, what they're saying is that there was a huge shift in about 2010, wherein making money on YouTube became cool. Mm-hmm. Like they had monetization before this, and that basically people are. He's saying that people are getting worked up over the censorship type thing, and that the creator should have control of where their ads go. Right. Where, because I saw another person who had a similar thought where, like, there was an article on the University of Texas Tower shooting, and their ad, their video network was on the side there. Uh-huh. We didn't advertise that. Yeah, right. It's gone. And so, like, yeah, yeah. That's what sort of what he's suggesting is that it's not really censorship, it's more of just more control for the advertisers and the creator and where they can go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just kind of sort of go circle back around. I'm going to read actually what is what YouTube has in there, their clause. It says, content that's considered inappropriate for advertising. Mm-hmm. And it includes, but not limited to, sexist suggestive content, including partial nudity and sexual humor. I think a lot of channels sort of rely on those, like, dumb jokes to get that through. It's like 90% of YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube now. Violence, including displays yeah. of serious injury or eventually extremism. Inappropriate language, including harassment, swearing, and vulgar language. Pressure of drugs or irregulated substances. And controversial or sensitive subjects. I think this is what most people are getting mad about. Right. It's saying, and events... Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, it's like, there's no way to define, like... 
you know, there's a whole debate about 1984. Like, if people start saying what controversial is, there's no set on it, like, you can deem something that goes against your company controversial. That's right. taken down. We've already had things like that with the DMCA, sort of just taking down, you know, companies filing copyright claims to take things down that don't quite conform mm-hmm. with their initial, you know, vision. It was negative criticism and whatnot. So YouTube doesn't want anybody making jokes, sharing news, or having an opinion on YouTube. What's going to be left on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that, that's the whole thing. And then at that point, like it, YouTube's doing it, doing it for the advertisers. But when everybody stops watching YouTube, mm-hmm. like there's gonna be no point to advertise. Yeah, for some YouTube. reason, I think that this is gonna come to light for YouTube, and they're gonna realize like, okay, maybe this wasn't necessarily the right move, because, for you know, I don't think YouTube completely understands the creator community that's actually on their platform. Yeah. So like, once they realize that, okay. And this is just obviously my assumption because they're gonna see a traffic dip if uh, you know creators start moving to other platforms. Like you were talking about earlier, the other day about how their creators could potentially start a new platform. Yeah. So uh, maybe or maybe not. You know they'll they'll probably come to their senses and say, hey, you know maybe this was this was the wrong move and we're we're moving back or maybe they'll change the model and not just allow. Um, you know, all types of ad revenue to go to advertisers and maybe tweak the model a little bit to where, you know, both parties are happy. Yeah, I don't I don't think that would be that hard either. You you just like change like a just make like an eighteen and up advertiser section. Mm-hmm. And that could go to all of your like inappropriate like Yeah, and YouTube they channels. they do have eighteen and up older advertising. Like yes. in your like exactly. I don't think I mean, I browse YouTube in my personal Google account has my birthday tied to it, so it knows that I'm over eighteen. Yeah. I've seen, you know, Budweiser all the time. I've never browsed as a guest and, like, access, like, an educated video or not an educated video. I've got my Budweiser ad. Mm-hmm. I've never encountered that. I think they've been pretty good. Pardon me about that. And so, that's, I think it's good. And the question I have for you, Keith, is, you know, you're an advertiser. We develop yeah. these commercials. We, you know, we're all about digital. How is this, you know, how should our clients or how should, you know, people who want to do this with us or in we stand digitally, period, should they be concerned about this? Like, if they're ordering commercials, you know, maybe we want to do something a little risky. Maybe we want to do something like, is that going to be viable anymore, in your personal opinion? Yes, yeah, so I, I mean, I think it is um, an issue because if, like I was mentioning earlier, if creators start moving off of the platform, that's why I do think, you know, YouTube needs to figure out, uh, you know, a mutual ground with creators pretty quickly or different things are going to start happening and things happen in tech very fast. So yeah, absolutely. It's going to be an issue if um, YouTube doesn't figure out how their relationship with creators are going to be. And if that happens, then for brands, um, over time, there's not going to be any content produced being produced on YouTube. So you know, what does that turn into? Less traffic, and no traffic means no advertisers, uh, and that's not going to change anything really. Like a- advertisers are always going to find a way to you know. Go, go to the next go platform. To, yeah, go to the next platform. And, you know, there's a saying out there, marketers kill everything, right? So, yeah. like, if you think about email and you think about, you know, just to kind of everything, marketers come in where there's attention and they crush it and they just uh, kill it and everybody starts looking somewhere else. And then the marketers follow. Okay. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the advertisers are always going to go where the views are. And if YouTube gets rid of everything that brings people there... Mm-hmm. They're not going to have ad revenue at all. Yeah, definitely. How do you think it's going to impact uh, brands? 
Good question. Uh, I just think that, like, I, like everyone said, like, they're just going to eventually pull out of the platform. Yeah. Um, I think, like, great. Okay, so Rex is saying, anyone that has sort of a modern, quote unquote, edgy marketing strategy, or, you know, yeah, some, something a little bit more creative. I think Disney's going to be fine with this. They're going to, we, we never had an issue with this, period, you know. Um, but yeah, I think anyone who sort of has like an alternative or edgy marketing strategy. They're probably rethinking things right now. Oh yeah, any company trying to hit like a, a younger audience, like trying to get the uh, new people like exposed to their brand. Mm-hmm. When you say younger, you talk, are you talking like eighteen plus, or are you talking like ten and up? Uh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I'm talking like eighteen plus, like adults. Uh, uh, yeah, younger adults. Adult uh, teenagers, so that. Yeah, yeah, adult teenagers. Stuff. Th- those are your people on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So any brand trying to reach those people. They're they're not going to be able to do it anymore because mm-hmm. the, like that market is not yeah. going to be watching the videos with the ads taken down mm-hmm. because of uh, yeah and it is sad because you know for brands YouTube is an awesome place to market you know versus television when you start comparing television to YouTube there's a lot of benefits that YouTube has by reaching the same audience um, versus television you know they have TrueView technology so that's the you know, where you can skip the ad and not pay for the view. Um, you're able to see analytics on YouTube. So there's a lot of a lot of great things about YouTube as a platform for advertisers, and uh, you know, and that is pretty. It's pretty disappointing, I would say, as far as um, it, it, you know, if this happens, it hasn't happened yet, and that's why I think YouTube still has a chance to kind of yeah, recover. it's not set in stone yet. YouTube still have a chance to come in and be like, we okay, fucked we up. messed up. We're gonna we're gonna fix this. Yeah, we're gonna definitely. come to a solution. And I'd really like to understand why. Like, why do you think YouTube did this? They say it's for advertisers, but like, do you think it was demand from advertisers? Is there are there I any don't numbers? Think so, because there, were, YouTube was fine as a platform before this. Like, not like, oh no, like you know. Well, like, when you say fine, what do you mean? I think numbers were good. I think you know, I don't think any uh, advertisers were sitting there going, oh no, we can't have this anymore. We can't be. PG thirteen. Right, we have to be PG. Like I don't think that's happening. But no. from my understanding, YouTube was losing money the entire time. Oh, they are because it's impossible to make money on YouTube. Just okay, like server, yeah, the whole infrastructure. Well, I don't think it's impossible. That's why they keep making tweaks, and that's why they kept it up because they know. But how does it affect things? Like, do you think like by making themselves G rated, or by making the entire site G rated? So it's like this little like partition that was you know PG thirteen. Do you think that's going to get them more revenue? I don't think so. I no, think no. I, I, you're, I don't think you're going to earn any new advertising. I, I think it was a um, somebody found out and requested like notifications that they were not getting paid for their stuff. Um, I think it was just like a like a sneaky like underhanded thing by YouTube trying to save money by like creating an excuse not to pay the YouTubers. Because like if an advertiser has that much problem with mm-hmm. uh, their ad. Uh, Advertisement being on certain videos, they wouldn't advertise on YouTube. And I guarantee you, there's more than enough like companies trying to get ads on YouTube right. that YouTube would would have been fine. They didn't need to do this. They didn't need to try to censor. Um, I think it's I think it's just like I personally just think it's a um, ploy by YouTube to try to keep their money. Well, yeah, I can agree. I don't think, like, you look at, I've, you know, I've done a lot of research, like, on the creative side of things. A lot of them don't make their money from, like, what we think of, like, traditional advertising, like, the bumper ads that play before the video you can skip, and, like, 
your views, and that views correspond to, I think it's like a thousand views is a dollar. A lot of big content creators are making money through merchandise. They develop their personal brand, or they'll do a direct endorsement deal, like, for yeah, example, yeah. like, if you'd be like, this podcast is brought to you by... Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, that's how, they're, that's about how a lot of them are making their actual money, through, like, a subscription yeah. service, like, Patreon, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, like I said, like, I think this is such a minor part of their revenue that they're just going to be like, all right, we're just going to find another platform, because other things will hopefully hold, because our audience is going to come with us. And so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that's uh, true. Um, have any YouTubers that you know have taken a stand and said, okay, you know, boycotting YouTube? I've seen a couple of YouTubers that I'm a fan of. I would say they probably have anywhere from half a million to a million subscribers who have said the second alternative comes up, you're jumping ship. What do y'all think the second alternative today is? Amazon has twist, doesn't it? Uh, I think... Does Amazon I believe they were in talks. Uh, research. Uh, but yeah, I think they followed. They were talking about buying Twitch. But okay, oh, if Amazon buys Twitch, that's gonna be huge. But they, so, they own. They bought. They bought until April twenty fifth, twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's going to be. The, I think that's going to be the next platform. If you have Amazon's web services infrastructure, you have Twitch's sort of. And that's kind of the market right now. Mm-hmm. But you well, put you put some Amazon money behind it just to change it up a little bit to kind of yeah. take open up that niche market to like the YouTube market. And People it's will very, up. but it's very niche as of right now. True. And you know what? I honestly I don't know this for a fact, but Amazon has Prime Video. Yeah. There there could have been some sort of uh, you know acquisition for Twitch's technology to that even help stream Prime. And that's the thing is I think about how people have. You know, Amazon Fires or have, you know, yeah. use the Kindle or use Amazon service. Like, I'm a Prime subscriber. I, I love it. It's one of the best services I've used. Mm-hmm. Not a shill for Amazon, just saying. And so, like, I just, th- I think, like, you know, if suddenly Amazon popped up one day and said, hey, we have, we can upload your video and Amazon can watch them. Like, it's basically what YouTube's initial pitch yeah. was, you know, we are a video that is easily accessible from everyone. I think that that's popped up one day on the front page of Amazon. You, that would definitely get some interest, and I think that's sort of where that's that's the main competitor I can think of right now is Amazon because of the Twitch acquisition. Okay, and then how long are you thinking if this is true and this happens and this goes down? I think well, I, I give it I give it a couple months. Months? It depends. No, and you, I'm talking about like global change, like not the first movers, not the people we know, the people you know who don't really know about tech. But uh, not about YouTube. To my mom's like, so yeah. my mom's like, okay. oh man, this Amazon video service. This is not real. Like, you know, like the Amazon video service is great. I'm watching all the time on my tablet, watching yeah, my yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Woo. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I think I'm not an Amazon engineer, uh, but I think what probably is someone in the back, some engineer in the back, are going, we have this algorithm written up to do this thing. We have our interface drafted up, and some someone, some VP knocking on the door said, hey. um... Might want to start looking more into that, and mm-hmm. so it depends. Like I think once I don't think there's any real need for it right now because, like I said, like everyone's still stuck in that platform, stuck on the YouTube platform. I think once people start moving or start you know boycotting and start it, saying like I'm only going to do Twitch for the next, it, it, it'll I'll be move. quick. It'll be quick, like a couple months till like your like bigger YouTubers can move over because they don't need the ad revenue because they have like like you said they have other ways yeah, of getting yeah, revenue. They can go over to Twitch when they release their... And this is if YouTube doesn't change. Yeah. If YouTube sticks to what it's doing 
and Amazon uses Twitch and it's like, hey, we can change this up a little bit, um, make it a little bit more like how YouTube used to be. Um, people it's a big change. People, ah, not really. People will start going over, um, and then as soon as some people start going over, uh, Twitch just like doesn't have to have ad revenue in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everybody from YouTube's gonna be moving over. But see, over. Twitch as of right now, um, I was gonna say, you know, is a uncensored platform. Yeah. Um, they only have them. I think mean that like Twitch is kind of a no man's land when it comes to. Copyright stuff when it comes to ads, when it comes to the only thing they really clamp down on is sexually explicit content, like explicit content. It's like you know pornography mm. and gambling. Uh, there's a whole thing with CS:GO gambling a couple weeks ago. Really? Um, I didn't even know. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and so it's like, and by the way, we're in the social media business. We know that like, look at like MySpace to Facebook. Look at that transition. Like, yeah. Do you know actively uses MySpace anymore? It's not really a platform. Yeah, no, that's very true. So, um, and so I, I don't think YouTube is not, at the end of the day, there's a social media network. I think it's what, I think it's what everyone realizes, and like, those change with the tide. And so, like, I don't know, if you think Twitter could launch something like my own mind now, they have tech. Oh, uh, yeah, it happens all the time. You know, I'd, be, I'd definitely be interested to see how it turns out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what creators end up thinking of the platform and. Uh, it's just going to be interesting, you know. I, I have a special place in my heart for YouTube just because I've learned a lot of stuff from YouTube, watched a lot of stuff, I've spent a lot of I'm, I'm time at like, other being other years stuff. old with my little crappy webcam, like uploading my first <laughs> video to YouTube. Yeah. And like, and like, I don't even have cable in my apartment. I just watch, you know, I watch, I'm a millennial, so I can see my stuff on the internet. Like, I don't watch cable TV much yeah, no. for Game of Thrones. It's like, most of my shows, quote unquote, come from YouTube and yeah. like content creators. Oh yeah, even with the Game of Thrones thing, I still watch that on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think like as soon as YouTube, assuming YouTube like goes a full like iron wall and goes, we're sticking to our guns, no one can change our mind. I say like Q one of next year, Q one, Q two. Like I say that they'll see significant not just movers and shakers moving over first early adopters. I think we'll see some actual like change. For sure. Uh, yeah, I'd definitely be interested to see how that goes. Any closing remarks, Tyler? Uh, no, I think I pretty much said what I thought about it. Uh, I hope it works out because I really don't want to change platforms and I like the Google integration. So yeah, absolutely. I really want it to work out for YouTube. Absolutely. All right, so you heard it here. YouTube, um, you know, we're definitely interested to see how it turns out. Uh, we're hoping for the best. Um, so, you know, we're going to be doing this again once a week, and we'll do special special podcasts when something big happens, something like this, where YouTube changes their policy, and there's a bunch of creators that are thinking about hopping off of, off of the platform. Uh, so tune in. We're going to release another one probably next Friday, uh, and that'll be episode two. And where can they find us? If they want to subscribe to us or, you know, what we do as a company, where can they find us? Yeah, so you're going to be able to find this on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. Socially in tune.